Hello, everybody. Welcome. We are back after a long break of... Uh-oh. Just Are you fucking stuff. serious? <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you... Why? Why? We can't, I didn't do we, anything. We can't start. Open. Welcome we back, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Open Good to see you all again. going wrong. Last time I almost introduced <laughs> us as Critical Role. This time Joel's camera is going out. It's great. All right. Well... Perfect. What the fuck? Perfect. <coughs> so All right. right. Well, it was working totally fine. fine. I, I didn't we're do gonna, anything. We're gonna keep going. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Johnny. I'm the DM. Um, for a list of all the cast's names and socials and pronouns and all that good stuff, check out the chat and the episode description. Um, we stream Ravenloft Misfits each Monday-ish, uh, depending on you know schedules and stuff like that. Um, but each Monday at 7:30 p.m. Pacific time, excluding the last Monday, except I th I'm not entirely sure what we're going to be doing this month. I honestly, we might just do another Ravenloft Misfits episode since we've missed two so far. Hey, Joel's back. <laughs> I did back. absolutely but, uh, nothing. <laughs> you had patience. Cool. Well, you're back, and that's all that mattered. So, anyways, um, sorry. please make sure to follow us, subscribe to the channel, participate in chat, and if you're watching the recording, please like, comment, share, and all that stuff. <coughs> you know, we want to gather a community around here, and that's the best way to do it. Uh, if you're listening to us on the podcast, please consider rating our channel and leaving us a review on whatever podcast app you use. Um, yeah. Yeah, and we also want to take our time to thank our supporters of our campaign. And first of all, we'd like to thank our main sponsor of the campaign, Roll20. So if you're watching this stream and you're looking for a way to get together with friends online, Roll20 is a fabulous way to do so. Um, so definitely check them out at Roll20.net and um, also in the episode description or, or direct for a direct link. And we're also doing a, uh, I believe, a giveaway for Roll20 today. We are. Stream, so... Yeah, we're gonna be giving away the uh, the <laughs> thirsty sword lesbians. Uh, nice. For World Twenty, it is a uh, you're getting a core bundle, and you're also getting the advanced lovers and lesbians bundle as well. Mm -hmm. It's great. It's got a lot of art. It's it's great. I was looking over it. It's it's <laughs> a fantastic thing to I've have. So played it, and it's a lot of fun. Sounds like fun. So you can get everything you'll ever need for Thirsty Sword Lesbians on yeah. Roll20 during the break. So stick around. You have to be a follower to enter the giveaway, and subscriptor, uh, subscribers get an extra ticket. So make sure that you're there. Um, but anyways, we also want to thank Sirenscape for allowing us to use their awesome music app. This is... This has been and will continue to be the best way to do a ambiance for D&D. &D. We've had nothing but great experiences with it. So go check them out. There's a link in the description and in the chat. So with the, that. Before we get started, I just wanted yes. to. Whoop. Uh, if I have a battle map, there we go. I didn't have a picture ready to go, so it's, it's going to be something like this, uh, is what you're going to be uh, winning you on the, the thing. Just popping up to the Roll20. I don't know what specific bundle it was. Um, it's the uh, Advanced and the Core Rulebook bundle, so oh, it's... then it, it would be this and the other one, then. Sweet. So, yeah, yep. you'd be getting everything that's included in this. Um, yeah. Anyways, that's that a was... a lot of stuff. It's a lot of that stuff. That is all. 
It's a great game. So very fun to now. play. Highly recommended. <clears throat> Let's get in to episode thirteen with a recap. All right. So Lucky number. It's gonna be great. Last time we played, you had left the orphanage to find some rest in the Blue Water Inn while you were all introduced to a few interesting folks. There were two that looked to be hunters that Danica was speaking to about finding a person named Bluto. Uh, the other you were formally introduced to now Rictavio, a colorful circus owner that spoke of a time that he had raised an owl bear from its egg. Possibly totally boasting about something that's completely untrue, but nevertheless, he told the story. Uh, Irina, you drank deeply because of the rapid aging, and Johans requested Ismark to write him a letter that would potentially allow Johans to openly investigate within the town of Valakai. During this time, Johans had heard a voice in his head saying that they were surprised that his experiments worked and that they would be waiting in Barovia for Johans to find them. Meanwhile, Katya and Grimm were approached by a messenger for Lady Fiona Wachter, who had heard of the party and invited them for dinner. And then you had, Katya and Grimm had told the rest of the party, and after this, seeing the state that they were in, decided to go and investigate the mysterious guard disappearances alone. When you both arrived there, you were able to see a slender woman coming out <coughs> and fixing the shutter that Grimm had... <coughs> Closed or actually opened, sorry, with thaumaturgy. After she had fixed, uh, fixed that and then returned inside, both of you found a cellar at the back of the house. And after rolling a nat one on stealth, you, you were found by a large burly man that had a apron on that was covered in blood. And he stood near you with a cleaver in hand, telling both of you to leave immediately before he had called the guards. So, as the two of you left, you saw the residents re-enter their homes, and when you both returned to the Blue Water Inn, you found the party in the exact same state that you, they had been when you had left, and you agreed to gather in the rooms until dinner with Lady Walker. So, we will start tonight's session with each of you getting a room key and gathering within the rooms. Let me put us into proper ambiance, and here we are. Okay, <clears throat> so as Grim, Logan, and Katya uh, returned from investigating the green estate, we'll call it that instead of the greenhouse because... No, I it's like not a that. Greenhouse, but it's a greenhouse. It's a green estate. Uh, it's a house it's that's green. You guys, are you gonna need? Uh, you guys are going to need time to sober up. So you decided to gather into your room during this time. Danica tells you which room is yours, and you head outside to the exterior stairway, which Grim you had been sitting on. From the exterior st stairway, you were able to make your way up to a door that goes back into the tavern. You find it goes into the tavern and overlooks the ground floor of the tavern <coughs> where you are now on the balcony opposite from the one that Rictavio had gone into his room. You enter the door at the end of the balcony to find only four beds 
Your other room just near this door has two beds within. So, as we are here, what would you all like to do? Well, you guys already know I don't need a bed, so... Um, I don't care whichever room you guys can decide for yourself. I'm gonna walk into the room with two beds. And I'm gonna close the door behind me, regardless of other people come in or not. <laughs> okay. I will plop down on the second bed in the middle, in the room with yeah, just several. so everybody knows. Yeah, that's where the beds are. Um, I'll where? Oh crap! Hang on. Oh, there we go. Um, I'll come in and just sit at that table and just kind of wait for everybody to. Get themselves okay. together. Sure. Irina like goes to the door that Johans went through, but it like it, it. I imagine it like shuts as she goes for it, and she's like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah." And then goes towards the room that that Blair is in, um, and sits down on uh one of the beds right there. Um, do you think perhaps we should stick? Together, right? I noticed Johans went in the room by himself. I I can I can be the one to go and make sure everything is okay. I think that Johans and I are like this now, so I think that that would be okay. Yeah, that way, you all can get situated. I I don't mind. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go check on him. And this Mark is gonna go into the other room, or at least try to. <laughs> um. I think I'll just stay outside for for now. Keep watch outside. The ladies, boys, um, and Grim. I'll, I'll, I'll be I'll be right out, Grim. That way, I, we can have two people out there. I mean, if you want to, it's up to you. Okay. And so, Ismark is gonna try and enter the room with Johans. The moment he steps towards the door, he feels really cold. <laughs> He likes to have like, So he's grabbing towards the door itself, and as he enters, he feels cold, or like when he reaches oh. for the... It's it's kind of like like the... Kind of like when you're standing outside of like a freezer door, mm -hmm. but it's just lightly open, and there's just like this cold coming okay. out of it. Okay, he... And he, the door's not locked, though. He can sure, just... Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. He reaches for really the door and kind of shivers off. a little bit. <laughs> Having the other door next to him open, uh, I think, uh, I think Johans is, you know, I, I'm just going to go ahead and enter. And so he goes inside. What does he find you doing, Johans? Johans has pushed everything against the walls and is currently standing in the center of the room with the spell book floating in front of him by Mage Hand or Jeff Hand. And he's just weaving magic basically he's just casting spells and practicing and it's there's splashes of cold everywhere and sprays of cold spells across the walls <clears throat> okay uh johans he stops he stops That's it. This is... um is he doing he this else. in like a drunken fury or something like no, he he doesn't he doesn't he he ha like he took off his coat and his scarf and he's just in his boots and his socks and he's just 
doing magic in the middle, kind of practicing. So he's going he, through the motions and learning. And right. Ismark goes into the door and sees this and uh, Johans and then closes the door mm. behind him. Uh, Bud, what, what is what is going on? Are you okay? Yes. I'm what doing you, magic. What, I, yes, I understand you're doing magic, <laughs> but what are you... This isn't our place. We're going to have to pay for the things that you break, so... This is... This is just cold. It'll turn into water and then dry out eventually. What, water damage to... <laughs> And then, I mean, there's... Jeff is cleaning. And Jeff is, like, there's, oh, like... sorry, Jeff, Jeff I didn't there. see you there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, listen, listen. Can can we practice doing magic outside of the tavern? I will, I'll go with you. I don't mind. I Honestly, I, I like to see you do the magic. It's incredible. I've never seen someone do so, such a thing. But what if that's not acceptable? What do you mean if it's not acceptable? Do you remember when we first arrived at Valakai? They were not super happy Oh, when about they were me. saying that... Mm-hmm. Well, maybe... Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe if we were to go to the other side of the tavern. I don't know. I... Which side? We're inside. The, the, the side outside? outside of the... You know, with the street in the front, we could go to the back side of the tavern. Maybe they wouldn't is be able to see us. Is there a back side of the tavern? There is. Yeah. Oh. It's like the street is, the street is, you know, the street, and then you have the front side of the tavern, and then if you just go around, I mean, there's other stuff there. Nobody really went around in the first place, except for Grim. Grim, you were, you went over there, you saw the storage closet, or, yeah, storage, like, small hut for the storage shed, container the shed. stuff. The shed, there you go, that's the word. Um, Got you. And as storage you guys shed. were actually going up the stairs, you were able to see there was also a backside, um... <clears throat> But it, it's it's further away from the street. That's something mm. that you could do. But as Mark brings that up, we could just go there. Uh, we can do that without destroying anything, too. And if any guards come here, we could just say that we don't know what happened or something. I don't know. I'm Burgomaster, so maybe I can do something about that. I'm going to need a table. Uh, okay. A table. That's... Mm. I can probably see if they have a table that they're not using maybe sure okay yeah come come he's just gonna mage hand everything to him and then just carry it out the door Uh, okay hold on let's get dressed first how about that let's put let's put the clothes on and then we go it's cold outside right and raining you don't want to have nothing on I have cold magic ah shit that's right he put on his jacket and, and the scarf. And okay, like, good, good. Is that good enough? I mean, you're not wearing pants, are you? Yes, I. Do, what do you think these are? I thought, I'm sorry. I uh, I thought they were shorts. He took, anyway, <laughs> he took off his, all he took off was the jacket and the scarf and the boots. I thought, I thought you said pants. <laughs> That's my fault. <laughs> no. Anyway, I thought he was only wearing the boots and the socks <laughs> this whole time. So that's that's what you made it sound oh, like. Those were the, I numbered the things he took off. Not sure, the ones sure, that sure, he sure, put sure. On. Okay, got it. So he, you, uh, he's, he's not a streaker, guys. <laughs> I don't know. He's drunk. He might be just like I'm too hot. You know, that's, just that's like that's taking fair. stuff off. That's fair. Anyways, enough. okay. So you uh, you put on your jacket. 
and you get yourself ready to go back outside and Ismark is going to come out and the first person they're going to see on the way out is Grim. Uh, and so as they're making their way out of the tavern, Ismark is going to just come up to you, Grim, and say, he was doing magic in the room. I took him out here. I dropped um, my boots on the ground. Yeah, he's kind of in a bit of a... Anyways, I need to go get, you know, unpacked. Would you mind just magic? Actually, here. I'm going to go set him up first, and then and then maybe we can... Do, would you mind just taking a look at him while I go and... And this whole time, Grim is just looking at him as he's stumbling over his word and, and just doesn't say anything. I'll just step to the side so they can pass. Like, hey, you do whatever you gotta do. Okay. Uh, okay. And so Ismark and Johans make their way down the stairs to find a spot on the backside of the tavern for Johans to practice his magic. Flipping back into the other room, we have Blair... Is Irina and Katya, what are the three of you doing? I feel like I'd just be like sitting there sharpening my sword, waiting for them to wake back up or whatever they're doing. Sure. Not, I know that Irina just wait till they like till they settle down and sober <laughs> up a little bit. Yeah. Blair wasn't super drunk. She wasn't even really drunk. She was just kind of buzzed. Uh, but Irina was. So uh, can the both of you please do a con save? You got to it. Let's see boss. how well you are able to recover. Blair, you get advantage. Cool. 14 for Irina. 25 for Blair. Blair, you're fine. Oh, okay. You've <laughs> burned out all of the alcohol in your bloodstream. You are good to go. Uh, Irina, you are mostly sober now. You were buzzed. Um,. Enough to where you are able to have your faculties, but enough to where you can have a little fun still. Mm -hmm. um, so you guys have kind of just chilled for a little <coughs> bit and you start to get your faculties back. <coughs> is there anything that you guys want to do? I imagine Irina is probably just like pulled out a little journal and she's like scribbling furiously, you know, like about how to unold. She's sure. just like, how to unold. Yeah, because she was like getting into the whole like, you know, conspiracy thing downstairs about yeah. and she's like, I need to write this down so I don't forget because I'm old now. So Right. She's just like scribbling like and probably mumbling a little bit like you could audibly hear her and you know, greater restoration and I I need to find someone who, you know, strong power blah, blah you know, like it's probably yeah. what's going on. And if anyone talks to her, she'll definitely talk to them. But cool. yeah, she's definitely focused on that. Okay. Blair, Katya. I know Katya. You said that you were sharpening, just waiting. Blair, just is there anything you want to do? Uh, just playing a, I guess solitaire. I'm gonna pretend I know how to play that. Um, sure, sure. Blair knows how to play it. Sabrina's a whole different story, but she has a deck of cards and she's just no worries. Going for it. Just on the bed, chilling. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. So, <clears throat> as this is happening, Grim, you are keeping a lookout. Go ahead and do a perception check. Pew. 22. <laughs> 22. I imagine that you're in the same place that you were, where like at the top of the stairs where you were looking off. Yeah, this time I'm standing or they're kind of sitting, just kind of leaning against the ledge a little bit. Okay. So you're. How sturdy is this? Like, it's, it's, I hope, pretty decently sturdy. Yeah, no, it's. it's okay. 
It's sturdy. Like, this is a well-made tavern. This, against everything in Valakai, the Blue Water Inn is like... Like a mirage that you would see in the middle of the desert. It looks so much better than anything else in this town. And so... Yeah, the craftsmanship of everything in here is relatively good. I mean, it's not like mastercraft, but it's it's decent. Sure. It's solid. So as you're leaning on the on the guardrail of the stairs, you're looking around, you see a few bits of guard patrols going by every so often, some of them looking towards you and then just How, how many people on. are on these these groupings of, of About guards? Six. six. You see that there's two decorated ones and four regular member or regular guards. Typically, sure. some of them have seven, eight, some of them have just four, uh, just walking around. But most of the time when there's four, they're walking at a swifter pace and kind of out of <coughs> a line, uh, like a not really as much in that unit, more these four are just walking away, seeming like they're off duty or something like that. So you see a few guards going by and again. You see everybody else walking around with these creepy smiles. And every time somebody walks near a, a squad of guards, the smiles get even bigger. And then it, it's, you know, because we, we got invited to dinner. This is prep and it was mid-afternoon. We got back to the tavern. So it's just mm-hmm. starting to get probably later starting afternoon. The... <clears throat> It's hard to see in Barovia sure. exactly where the sun is, but you can definitely tell that the light is dimming. It is getting darker. It is turning to night. And I'm thinking back in my head back towards probably about 30 minutes ago when we're at the the green estate and um, just picturing back in my head the whole scene. We had the cellar. There is a form of, of something laying in the cellar. And then we were approached by this guy who had a cleaver in his hand covered in blood. Thinking back in my head, was the cleaver covered in blood as well? Yes. Very clear. Based on his attire... Would he look like a average butcher? Um, he wore an apron. Okay, I mean, sure. He had a meat <coughs> cleaver, so one could assume that he might be a butcher. Okay. Other, or it could be a front that he was putting on. I mean, sure. These are the thoughts that Grim. Is having mm. atop these stairs. Of course. So you lean, looking around. <sighs> the The sense of dread is unescapable here. It's just something that is always present. And it starts to get to you, but every time <laughs> it does, you are able to brush it off and begin thinking of other things. But... Soon, everybody, uh, what what else would you all like to do as we have now sobered up 
Irina and Blair. Actually, Johans, please yeah. do a constitution check as well, or constitution safe, because we need to see how uh, you do. Yes, sir. Constitution save. Aw. 20. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> using this magic is sharpening your, your mind once again. It should. I am practicing. I'm writing down formulas and... You are practicing brain your brain. You are you are using the energy, and with each use of a spell, it seems that it is sapping this alcohol out of your system. Or you are just sobering up altogether. You might have a fast metabolism as a halfling. Either oh, way, I hate this. you are sober enough to understand what's going on. You are buzzed. Enough to where you can feel it still, but you're not in the sense of no filter, Johans unrated. <sighs> you are pretty much back to normal. And Ismark had left for like a few minutes to go check on Irina and Blair and <coughs> came back to see what was going on and so I imagine that it was probably around the same thing where you were just Okay. It, mo it doesn't look like the spells that I've used. It just kind of looks more like... Kind of like manifesting magical energies more so than actual sure. spellcasting. And then so, like, I do one thing and then I write something down and then I try it again. Sure. I imagine you more. being like the equivalent of the Tai Chi people that are like <coughs> moving their something hands around. Like something mm -hmm. similar to that except more studious in nature it yeah. seems. There's so. definitely a structure to what I'm to what he's doing, and it's like sure. a lot more like, you know, because he's a he's a wizard. We know what a wizard's right. like. They need to learn shit, and he's been practicing what he's learned basically. Cool. So Ismar comes out and he says, "Johan's like, are you good? You feel ready for dinner? It seems to be about that time." I am starving. Okay, I'll go tell the others. And as he makes his way up the stairs, he tells you, Grim, that Johan seems to be ready. I know I know that you aren't really a person that eats too much. I'll um, pretend. Okay, you are ready, though. Yeah, I don't see why not. Okay, I'll go gather the others. <clears throat> and... Finally, he comes to Blair, Irina, and Katya and says, Okay, it seems that everyone is ready to go, so... How long did we chill out here? Was it a short rest, or is it less yeah, than it that? Yeah, it would have been a short rest, okay. for sure. Yeah. Um, cool. You guys would have been here for... I mean, to sober up... Probably a couple hours. Usually is over a qu quite a while, but with you guys being fantastical people about an hour and a half <laughs> so it's about five six ish in the afternoon I now the rest so uh, ismar comes into the room uh, it seems that everyone is ready if you all are we can go to the <clears throat> the house um the walk to the house well are we mr burgomaster yeah, what? Lead the way. Oh. Let's get okay, to it. Okay, I can, I can do that, I guess. <clears throat> uh. 
You know, I was never actually <coughs> formally a burgomaster. I know this is kind of a thing. I didn't is, mean to hide there, it or anything. Is there like just, a ceremony or something we have to do? I mean, kind of, but with my dad's you know, passing, it was just never happened, you know, so. I now pronounce but, you Burgomaster. Are you happy now? <laughs> Thank you, Irina. I will take this this title and I will do everything I can to live up to my father's name. And Congratulations. Then he takes a, a deep bow. Says, well, I start All right, let's go. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> All right. Anyways, get that shit out of here. Let's go. <laughs> so, you all begin to make your way towards Lady Walker's house. Can you can you tell me the name of this lady, by the way? How do you write it? Yes. Send it in the chat. Boom. Lady Walker. All right. So. You begin making your way down the street towards where the messenger had told you, Grim, where the Wachter house is located. Ismark takes that direction and begins walking in front of everybody. And as you do, you begin to see from the very end of the road, you taking the eastern road past the, the inn, you go north to get to the Walker house, but at the north end, further ahead, you can see there is a gate that is currently closed. As you begin to make your way up that northern road, you see a group of guards coming your way about 800 feet away. They're pretty far, but you can tell that by the time that you make your way over towards Walker house, you will intersect at some point. Is there anything that you would like to do? Hey, everybody, or do you how about to continue walking? It, is there like little alleyways we can cut down? Let me check the um, map uh... just to make sure. But I believe I believe there's other houses and things like that. Yes, there are other houses. Um, there's like alleyways, but by alleyways I mean basically the same idea with the Blue Water Inn. It's you're going around a house or in between houses. So it's not really an alleyway as much as it's just an open space between each home. Um. Hmm. Is Mark, don't be suspicious. Take a left <laughs> and we'll follow. Okay. Okay. Um, Try to avoid these guards. And he tries to make his way. I would like everybody to do a stealth check. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> natural 20. Wow, natural 2 nice. natural 20s? What? Heck yeah. Three Insane. natural 20. Oh, okay, well, 15. <laughs> yeah, right. and two eights. We're all, all chanting, don't be suspicious, but it's actually working. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, I love it. I, isn't, I know I'm not, there's somebody I'm in here that needs to have sorry. disadvantage. I don't know who it is. It's <laughs> me. <laughs> Thanks. My, my old back. It's nine. Just... <laughs> Oof. It's okay. Johans isn't really trying to be stealthy, so it works out that he rolled an eight. Irina's like trying, <sighs> but just as she was like being stealthy, she was just like, "Oh, oh. my back." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She is old. All right, and let's see what Ismark gets. Twelve. Oh, not bad. Not bad. Okay, That's so we have teachers. A grave done occurred. <laughs> 
total of 14 mm. between the four of you. Okay. That Let's is go too ahead and go into that, that should give us like extra points. And my so my thought <laughs> too is that we cut behind the back house and we're just walking along the back sides of the houses is the idea. Okay. If if that's sure. No. Yeah. 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 Okay. Just like I'm so, everybody. <clears throat> As you tell Ismark, <clears throat> hey, uh, t- take a quick left, and he, uh, okay, okay. And so he naturally looks back towards each of you and points over, and you begin following him to the left. And as you do, you make your way around the house, looking back, and you see the six guards walking by, and they continue as if nothing is happening. They rolled an 11 (laughs) on their perception check. Bad guards. (laughs) <laughs> what losers. So, with them leaving, you all make your way past and finally arrive at the manor that is a slouching roof that hangs heavy over its pointed gables while moss-covered walls <laughs> sag and bulge under its weight of the vegetation As you study this house's sullen countenance, you hear the edifice actually groan. You see through one of the front windows the flickering light of a fire. (coughs) And nearby, you see the front porch, a small solace from the torrential downpour that has plagued you all since the arrival. Oh, I did have my umbrella out. Very important. Mm -hmm. Sure, of course, of course. I'm probably also count like have like mage hand just right there to lower the amount of water. Okay. That I'm getting. That's so weird. Mage hand could totally do that because you can pick stuff up with it. So yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. That's fine. Oh, yeah, it would yeah. be a surface. Yeah, I like That's it. Great. I have like, like a little mini umbrella. Detail. Or you have it. I imagine you doing it like this so that it doesn't get in your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Oh I love it. God. You're wearing like a little uh, um, a mage's hat. All right. so if you, if you so, got yeah. Jeff to just do this over your head, would that also work? I, oh yeah, because Jeff can interact with stuff too. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wait. Can unseen servants be seen in rain? I'd, I'd assume so. Oh. They are. I guess so, right. yeah. Anyways. anyways. Yeah. <clears throat> Put the whole so, campaign on pause. We gotta figure this out. We need to figure this out. All right, everybody, let's go to let's go to less ch- <laughs> just chatting. Uh, all right. Anyway, so you approach the front door. Then I'm assuming. Not me. We I'm like stick into the back. I'll, go on, is Mark. I'll you know, stand up by kind of shuffling board. Okay, sounds good. Is Mark. When I said that I'm a particle master, I didn't think that I was just agreeing to doing everything. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Here. All right. Fine. I, I, you can stand back if you want. It's fine. No, no, it's, it's okay. I think that it's better if they don't see, you know, the, the skin. No offense, but. That's fine. Well, then stop complaining. <laughs> I can complain as much as I want, Grim. You know what? That was, that was really mean, and I don't. Blair knocks like on it. the door and then runs behind his mark. <laughs> so. As as you knock on the door and run behind, uh, the door opens and warmth takes over you. There you see a young man with short black hair, pearly white skin, 
wearing basic clothes. He takes a bow and he says, uh, Welcome to Walker House. I may take your coats. Uh, otherwise, Lady Walker is waiting for you in the den. He lifts up his arm towards the door just next to him. I give him a good it's- look up and down. <laughs> Ismark begins taking off his coat but looks to everybody just to say like should I take off my coat? Or? I'll get take off my Johans. coat, fold up the umbrella, <laughs> hand it hand it all to him. Johan's tight the servant, his coat around himself. Katya. Do a perception check. Ah oh, shit. Oh god. At 20, come on. <laughs> 14. Not bad. That's basically You see athletic. pretty close, yeah. The servant do a bit of a double take towards your umbrella. But they take it nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. They place Fuck. it in the coat. They grab the coats, they place it, and they bring you into this den. Uh, uh, oh, I would no. like to point I, I, I'm barefoot and I'm tracking mud. <laughs> what? By the way. It's a good first impression. I never, put on my, I never put on my boots. Okay. You forgot to dress so you're not going to retcon it either. <laughs> okay. Uh, the servant will look at your shoes and or your feet and be like, eh, here, uh, and grabs a towel that seems to be meant for wiping off boots and hands it over mm-hmm. to you. If you wouldn't mind just please cleaning the feet before going into the house. I presentation them and step in. Cool. Okay. So... You all enter into this manor, and in the next room you find a dining area with an ornate table stretching the length of this room with beautiful crystal chandelier hanging just above it. The silverware is tarnished, the dishes are chipped, yet all of them still quite elegant. You see eight chairs, their backs adorned with sculpted elk horns, and they all surround the table. Arched windows made of lattice work of iron and glass look out onto small fog-swept estate where you had come from. Near the table, three elegant couches surround an oval table made of black glass. All are set in front of a blazing hearth, above which hangs the portrait of a smirking nobleman sporting a broken nose and a tangle of hair graying at the temples. Several smaller portraits hang on the northern wall, two of which depict the two men you publicly humiliated just hours before coming here. Oof. Another depicts that of a woman holding her chin up high while holding the top of an ornate cane in her right hand. The wood of the cane holds a small black glass gem at the top similar to the black glass of the table. Standing just next to the portrait, you see the same woman, Lady Walker. She wears a tasteful, fitted dress with colors of dark maroon and gray accents. The front of the dress has a cross-stitched design depicting ravens with their wings outstretched. She wears her hair in a tight bun, which shows the streaks of her gray hair against her aging brown hair. Her face shows many wrinkles with prominent ones at the edges of her lips, which give her the look of constant disapproval. 
She holds a wine glass in one hand. She turns from looking at the fireplace. Turns to you and says, Well, good evening to my most welcome guests. I will have them make the main course immediately. While we wait, please, take a seat. <coughs> she references the table in the dining area. And she begins making her way towards the head of the table. How nice to meet you. I pop my last eyes of the grave real fast as I quickly scan across the room at her and the servant before he walks away. You don't see any undead, thankfully. Oh, and right. as she walks past, you see this the messenger that you had seen before. Uh, she turns to him and says, Ernst, would you mind going and telling the servants to begin the main course? And also, would you mind telling my boys to come downstairs? <coughs> Uh, for a brief moment, please. And Ernst takes a bow and leaves the room, leaving just you and Lady Walker. Uh, Katya is actually going to go into like full polite lady mode and like okay. go up to her chair and like seat herself <laughs> like really eloquently and okay, sit down. All right. Do a persuasion check, just in general. Sure. I'll give you advantage on this because I that was a very good move. Well, you know where I'm coming from this, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was... Absolutely, I was I raised. She was raised, you know? Absolutely, I do. Okay. Yes. That's, per- that's perception. It's the same. Let me... Yeah, well, there we 14... Go. Yeah. You got the same exact thing. 16. <laughs> that's correct. It's the same bonus either way. Cool. So, she... As she reaches for her chair, you come up and pull it. She looks to you, smiles, nods, takes the seat, and... You push her in. She says, thank you. And your name? I'm Katya. Katya, very nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. And looks at Ismark, you. I, I, I am Ismark. I'm actually uh, now officially the burgomaster of the village of Barovia. <coughs> she <coughs> looks intrigued. <coughs> Interesting. From the village of Barovia. The Burgomaster, what brings you to Valakai? And he kind of like looks into himself, looks over towards Irina. Um, well, we were here seeking refuge from some bad events. And I would, I would, I would like to keep it just at that. that there was a few <coughs> deaths that we had to deal with him. I wouldn't like to get into the details. And I'm going to go ahead and roll a deception check on his end because I don't. Because of that. Okay, cool. I will not tell you either way. <laughs> and we had never been to Valakai, so um, it was I a see. good opportunity to um, come here. Change us over. Here we go. I see. I will get back to that uh, first, and points over to you, Grim. Hey, and you are? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, Miss. Your name? Irina. Oh, Irina. Um, I am <laughs> Irina. Thought, thought she was talking to Grim. <laughs> <laughs> she does like a little bow. That um, was a fucking plot twist. Kolyana, <laughs> of course. I, I remember Kolyan Indirovich from. 
the village of Brovia. I yes, see. Then you must be Kolyanovich and Esmart. Yes, that is me. Well, very nice to meet each of you. And then now she looks to Grim. And you are? My name is Logan. Uh, nice to meet you. Thank you for inviting us to your humble abode. Of course. Thank you for joining me, Logan. And then she looks over to you, Blair. Blair, have you seated yourself yet? I know that your token isn't somewhere. I just wanted to check. <laughs> no, I, I, it's, I figured the only person sitting was the lady. We haven't sat down yet. Um, Blair's not used to formal situations, so she's very uncomfortable. <laughs> sure. Please, each of you take a seat. I would like to have conversation over dinner. It, please, relax. Everything is okay. And she references you, Blair, to take a seat. Okay. Uh, sit. I'm assuming everyone else is seated. That's where they're sitting. Sure. And then Johan's, Johan's in the corner. Is, Johan's is just standing in the corner, <laughs> watching everything. <laughs> She's gonna do a perception check. She thinks you're sitting. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I, so do, she I do wanna keep my eyes out for any funny business. Sure. Go ahead and do a perception check. Or okay. insight, depending on what you're trying to suss out. If you're trying to look for in. funny business or if you're trying to suss <laughs> out funny business, those are two different things. I'm going full dick. As in private detective. Full dick, I love it. Alright, um... So I guess inside would, would work for that? I would say do perception. Perception? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> 18. 18. Nice. Okay. I will keep that in mind as the dinner goes forward. Looks to you, Blair, and says, now that you have taken a seat, your name? My name's Blair, my lady. And then head. Blair. Not head. <laughs> Please. I would like each of you to call me Fiona. Fiona Wachter. And looks over to you, Johans. As you put a pen in your mouth. <laughs> and you are? Interested. Hello. <laughs> Interested. Interesting name. Well, I'm glad that each of you have joined us toward me, rather. We won't be having any other guests for our dinner, but... I wanted to go back to you, Irina. So you were saying that you wanted to visit Valakai. What what do you think of Valakai so far? Oh, um, it's much bigger than our hmm. quaint town. Indeed, it is. I. It's been a long time since I was in the village myself. If it is grown any, <coughs> it would still not be anything in comparison to Valakai. Well. And you all, any other thoughts? I see. Sorry, what? <laughs> any other thoughts about Valakai? Valakai specific- oh. Uh, it, um... Uh oh. The, the walls are Zach's nice. brain's not running as fast as Koch's would. 
Hang on. <laughs> Seems like there's a lot of dangers outside these walls. Outside? Yes. Inside. Inside, yes. too. In dangers inside? Uh, I was under the impression they kept all of the dangers <coughs> outside. Mm. You, Katya, it looked like you were going to say something. I I merely had the same question. I'm curious about these dangers inside. Mm. People can be very dangerous. Just as dangerous as any monster outside of these walls. That can be very true. We, um... We've seen some dangers around. Here, in Velikai. You know, just some strange goings-on. How are you Elaborate. feeling? How are you feeling about this festival? Hmm. It is hmm. Allow me to answer <laughs> that question with another question. How do you feel of the Burgomaster? Uh, I can't say that we know him. Hmm. Oh well, I'm a big fan of Ismark. He's um I know I'm supposed to love him because <laughs> my brother is Mark is Mark. He is, um, like Logan said, we don't really don't... know very much about the man. Um, only no. heard of him. And so she nods. Anything else? I mean, I don't know what you want us to say. We're pretty new in town. When did you arrive? It must have been recent. I have only heard that you were coming... Just of today. Mm. It's about right. In several weeks, actually. Since you've been here, here in Valakai? Since we arrived here, it was a few <laughs> sessions ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. God, it was a completely different year. <laughs> well, I see. I hope the guards haven't given you any trouble since you've been here. Oh no, they've been very helpful. Um, make sure you smile. Hmm. Not terrible so far. Try to. They've helped us point things around in in the town. I see. Been to the temple. Ah, the Church of Saint Andrew. Hmm. Uh, how was your visit? Hopefully, it was uplifting. Hmm. Fought a ghost. A ghost? Ah. A real ghost. Another one of the dangers inside, yes. Yes, we've we've seen some of these these things. Up, up close and personal. Hmm. And you had slain the ghost. You oh. had gotten rid of it. Yes, it's it's no more. Hmm. Interesting. 
Do you have any plans going forward in Velikai? I think we're going to check out that festival. Sounds the interesting. Festival. Yes. Uh, Sounds mandatory. What is what is this one called? <laughs> the sunshine. Ah, right. The festival of the blazing sun is what he calls it. That's it. Doesn't sound super appealing to me personally, but... Why do you think so? Ah, it's a little... Bright. Mm. Sunny. You know, a little... You don't like those sort of things? Just a little uh, cheery for me. I'm surprised that you hadn't had any run-ins with the guards. You state that you are not a cheery <coughs> person, but yet they haven't stopped you for not smiling or anything like that. We haven't really been outside our uh, our tavern very much. The Blue Water Inn. That is what Ernst said that you were staying at. That's correct. <laughs> Do you like it there? I hear the Martikovs are very welcoming and homey. It's quite Can't nice. Quite nice. Good. You begin to hear the sounds of multiple footsteps descending the staircase. Then you see Ernst, followed by <coughs> the two young men you had humiliated coming down the stairs with their heads slumped deep into their chest. I immediately, like, turn, just give them the stink idol. <laughs> their heads are so far down they cannot even see you. <laughs> they stand at the base of the staircase when Lady Walker sees them and says, Hello, boys. Now, is there something that you would like to tell our guests? Oh. They look up towards their mother then towards each other. Mm-hmm. Back down. We're sorry for mocking what you were wearing. Lady walked. And? <laughs> and we're sorry for calling you an old lady. <laughs> lady walked her. Good. Now, back to your rooms. Ernst, make sure they follow directions. And Ernst takes a small bow. And the three of them return back up the staircase. I read lean over to Katya. Oh, <laughs> I was going to lean over to Katya and be like, that went differently than I thought. I know, right? I want to <clears throat> show my deepest apologies for how my boys acted. They are spoiled. To put it lightly. I am a busy person, so I unfortunately haven't been able to focus on them. And especially after my husband, it has been difficult being a single mother. I'm so sorry for your loss, man. Appreciate it. Please that. consider all forgiven. It's no trouble. Children will be children. They have to learn. You know, mistakes happen. That is great to hear. I'm glad that you are so forgiving. It's nothing that a nice meal with good company can't mend. 
Ah, yes. And and she looks over to the side and that's when you begin to see four different maids bringing plates of food and placing them in front of you, bringing a cask of wine. This wine, Irina and Ismark can tell it is a very nice brand of wine. Round two, you have, baby. You have <laughs> we the Johans again. <laughs> the regular wine, which is Great Mash number two, and you have the second tier, which is, I believe, like Dragon, like the Dragon's Wine or something like that. Mm. It, the, canon, it's the Dragon's Wine. The dra- oh, yeah. <clears throat> so, you see them bringing around a small cask of this and pouring it into each of your wine glasses. Unless somebody says that they don't want any, then they bring around water. You begin eating. I don't eat. Okay. And Lady Walker as well doesn't really eat. She seems to be focused more on you and kind of. Okay, hang on. Every small bit. (laughs) Can I take a quick second and just see if I can figure out if this is children or not? Wow! Yes, um, so I ain't falling for this. No, I ain't falling for this twice. I want to clarify. I want to clarify. <laughs> she is eating. She's just not eating at a quick pace. She is very much like cutting very There's slowly. No eating doubt. very slowly. But that's no fine. doubt in my mind that Granny was eating her own supply. Absolutely, that's not going to change 100%. things. <laughs> Go ahead and do a. Can I- can I do? Can I give him help since I'm also sure, not eating? Just yeah, want you make your way around the table to take a look at the food that was given to Katya. I literally um, just want like own, a quick guess, like. Actually, you're probably looking at your own at the same time, and you guys no. like look no. at each other. I can speak into Katya's mind, so I can. That too. I can. Okay, sure. Just so pass then, on information. Katya, with advantage, please do a. <laughs> I would say medicine check. Food check. Uh, food. Okay. Medicine. 17? With advantage, then? Yep. Yeah, I'm Another 17. 17. What is up with so you yeah, getting advantage of the same rolls? That's so <laughs> hey, it works good for me as long as the yeah. numbers are big. So yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> I like dig in, and then I just do a quick like, it's actually you, chicken, and then I'm good. And you're like, hmm. <laughs> and then I'm like, this act, okay, does this look like what they say it is? And then... It seems to be some other sort of meat. The okay. scent... It's that the windmill gave you will ever be burned into okay. your nostrils. That's all this I need. This is not the same <laughs> smell. Yeah, but I want to play it off as just like, a, ooh, mm, this smells good. Mm-hmm. You she'll, know. she'll notice that. And just, yes, uh, we pay the hunters here for the premium parts of the wolf. So these are wolf, wolf steaks. Paired with mashed potatoes and carrots. Don't think I've ever had wolf. My compliment. It's quite good. Yes, uh, and you see one of the servants that are filling wine glasses. Uh, (laughs) Please, give compliments to our chef, please. And she just nods silently, continues pouring, and then leaves. So, you asked me what I thought of the festivals. Uh Uh-huh. I feel the same way. I am not a cheery person. I do not think that these festivals do what the Burgomaster says of keeping Strahd away. I think that this is a very pointless gathering. 
See, you just get, you just said I... the name, and we were told first yeah, thing not I... to say the name. I was gonna say that. I, do I pick up anything from yeah. her saying the name? But looking I'm over, still... she didn't fucking flinch. She just said it. Strut. Yes. Uh, as I said, you can relax in here. Strad is severely misunderstood. In terms of the Burgomaster, <coughs> the Burgomaster thinks that by speaking his name, that he will speak the name of the devil and he shall appear. He has allowed his fear to blind him. I agree with that. That's very foolish. Good. I'm glad that we can now speak truthfully. <laughs> I was getting a little concerned there. It seemed like you were with him. And his... <sighs> made-up version of <laughs> reality. <clears throat> with that... He believes that stating his name would bring him here, and he believes that showing a frowning face would also bring him here. Rather, he thinks that a smiling face would keep him away. Happy thoughts, happy memories, happy activities. Hence, the festivals every week. But look around you. You see that the town is still suffering, oppressed, beaten down by these guards that follow him without question. Smile? Frown? Say anything bad about the Burgomaster? And you are beaten without question. I've seen enough. So, the Burgomaster is uh, very performative then. <clears throat> mm. That is to say the least. He puts on this show every time that we go to these festivals, and I go sometimes, just to see the state of this town. But I haven't gone in the past three months. He tries to make me go, but he knows that there is nothing he can do. Well, if these festivals and these beliefs don't keep Strahd away, then what does? Does he not make appearances here? No. He does not give any care for the people of Valakai. Why would he? We are but worms in his earth. He is so far away from us that we are unimportant. Sure, did he may make an appearance, but only for his own self-interest. It's no... No reason to come here other than... <laughs> I'd rain? But that's everywhere. What is important to him, then? That is a good question. I, myself, do not know the answer. So then... Maybe... The proximity is why he was calling what do you mean? Well, maybe Barovia is closer to him? You said you're far from him. Ah, the village of Barovia. Yes. 
He has been going there. Well. Yes. Hmm. I have heard nothing of it. But if he was going to the village, I would imagine there was something there that he needed. Or wanted. Or both. Anyways. Now that we have gotten some of the dirty laundry out of the way, what do you all think of Valakai? This seems like a bit of a miserable hellhole. (laughs) (laughs) Agreed. Second that. It is such a difficult position I am in. On one hand, this is the place that I have grown up, a place that I know as home. On the other hand, I have watched this town come under the rule of the Velakoviches <clears throat> for far too long. Making this home unrecognizable. Yes, this place is very bittersweet. I'm sure. And yes, Mark, yes, I, when we saw the gates open, it was disappointing. Exactly. That is where I stand. I am disappointed with how this town has been led. And what do you want us to do about it? Hmm. Nothing out of the way. Listen. She sits up. Thrust is hard to come by in these lands. I'm sure you have experienced that on your travel here. I don't trust any of you, and I would hope that you would return the favor. I don't trust you. <laughs> All right, on the right foot. <laughs> However, he's actually standing on his left you... foot. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to me that you understand the evil natures of the Baron. So, allow me to offer a more trusting relationship by offering a story of my past. When I was younger, I had met with a Vistani seer. I received a Taraka reading that told me of visitors that would come to our land someday, and from that day on, a new age would be brought to Valakai. She references each of you. One where the sun peeks through the clouds above and sheds its light to all of us. We have not received visitors for decades. And I believe you to be the ones that I have been waiting for. That we have been waiting for. If it is not already clear, I want what is best for our town. We have suffered enough under the Velakovich regime. His father was terrible. Hangings were a daily occurrence. People were terrified of him because of it. His father, his father before him, all of them terrible. And though he may not be hanging people outright, Vargas is just as terrible in his own way. 
He oppresses people, sends his captain Isaac to torture people in the Reformation Center. He's created this police state, so afraid of Strahd blinding him from the truth that Strahd doesn't care about him nor the rest of us. He's created this narrative that Strahd will come destroy everything if he is not smiling. <sighs> Yet really, he's the one who's terrorizing the people in the town. Exactly. Part of me thinks that this is just a big ruse for him to keep the people fearful of Strahd so that they would follow him into his protection, but I don't think that the Baron is smart enough to even think that far ahead. So, bringing me to your question, Logan. Nothing extreme, nothing out of the way. If you meet with the Baron, see what he is up to. If you happen to come across any of the evidence of him abusing his power, tell me. I would like to know so I can gather the people and end his tyranny. Do you have many people? I have enough. And if I were to gather evidence, that could grow. What do you know about the green estate off the center of town square. Burly man and a woman live there. Miroslav, the uh, Burgomaster's brother-in-law. And Isabel. Yes. Is that, is that match his description of his brother-in-law, a, a burly man? Yes, yeah. Does he does he often find himself covered in blood? Is he a butcher? He is a butcher. Okay. Yes. That's not as weird then. Never mind. <laughs> but what might be interesting is there there is a body that we found in the cellars you, of their basement. You found a body. Well, there's something. I didn't get a good look before they caught me taking a peek. Hmm. This could also be good. Thank you for the information. I would very much like to know the outcome of further investigation. May I ask you a question? Absolutely. As I said, please relax. I don't speak for the rest of the group. I speak only of my own <laughs> thoughts and experiences. But I don't find a person who has this level of wealth who lives in a town where an orphanage has a falling door to be a good replacement to a leader why should we throw in our lot with you I can too speak of prophecies in my past I once saw a lady who gave me a card with a pink elephant on it and she looked like you but that doesn't mean anything now here is a way to increase your standing with no real benefit to us <clears throat> I would like to state, I am not the one in power. I am not the one that controls the orphanage. Yes, I can help if I am given the power. See, that's interesting because I gave them 10 gold just recently. And nobody told me to do it. I did it uh, of my own free will. I will take that under consideration. I may 
give them a good donation under your name then. Hmm? It is not money that is the issue. I can give weekly donations to the orphanage if they need help. Honestly, I have not really traveled outside of my house in... ever since my husband died. Mm. But if that is the state of the orphanage, consider me becoming a patron. Thank you for letting me know. That still doesn't answer my question. Please, repeat your question then. I'll paraphrase it because I actually, me, Joel, don't remember what I asked. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chad, what was the question? It was like, why are you who hasn't been helping the orphanage? Why I, are um, you good to be in power? Hmm. Yeah. Like you've been that here and you haven't question. helped solve any of the problems. Like why, why should we help you? Why should we get so, your side? As I said, one, I don't travel outside of Wachter House often. And two, I am not the one in power. Hmm. <clears throat> if given power, there are a laundry list of things that I would change. One being the funding for the orphanage. Spoken Two like a the... true politician. <laughs> Do you say that? <laughs> I or mean, is that Ryan? I mean both, but. Sure. Uh, I apologize. It is something that I had to learn. It is a thing that my parents had taught me and my husband reinforced. But allow me to give you a real answer. I do not have the resources to do the things that you are asking. <coughs> the Burgomaster is the one in power. And no matter what the people say... He will continue to be negligent. If I were to be given the power, I will change things. I have lived under his regime. I know what the people need. But, as I said, do not trust me. I don't trust any of you. That is the relationship of Barovia. Everyone here is after something. Take it as you will. Is there anything else that you need from us? The food was delicious well I am very glad to hear that I will make sure that the cook gets all of the compliments from as I, as, as I have like half my plate still full <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> small stomach I'm, I'm sorry it, it is absolutely fine you see her kind of look you up and down a little bit but Moves to this side. So. If it comes into conversation, or if you happen to know where the Burgomaster's son 
may be living, that would also be a good piece of information. And I understand how suspicious that sounds. Allow me to elaborate. <coughs> Burgomaster's son killed my daughter. Now, there is not much that I can do at this moment. However, if I were to be given power, I would see to it that he would be taken to justice. I do not mean killing. I do not mean torturing. Justice. He is 20. So, he is a an adult. He knows his decisions that he makes. However, if something comes up, I would like to know the information so that we can go from there. If that is not in the cards, consider evidence of the Burgomaster abusing his power being enough. And again, if you do not follow through, it is okay. I am only asking if you are able to and willing. The son, Isaac, you said, killed your daughter? Isaac. Isaac is the captain of the guard. Oh, I'm so sorry. It is okay. What is the son's name? The son's name? Victor. Victor killed your daughter? Correct. What was your daughter's name, if you don't mind? Shit, one sec. Sorry. That's the DM even... No, you're good. L- looks uh, at St- hand. Stella? She doesn't know her Stella. own, her own daughter's yeah, right, name. Right, right. God damn it. The one time that I have to go back into the notes, huh? <laughs> uh, it's her fucking... No, you're good. It's her daughter's <laughs> name, of course. Stella. 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 Stella Walter. And you're certain that this... You... Yes. Is... If there's any information you can tell us that would help us in obtaining evidence, um, please let us know. Do persuasion check. All right. How long ago as well? Persuasion. Oof. It's my old age. (laughs) (laughs) I just... You're, You're... You bring your hands up and you try to ask for more information. Your your wrist cracks as you're oh shit. <laughs> She's like, are you okay? Yeah. Um It yes. has been about a year now. As for more information, it is already difficult for me to talk about. If you have any information that would be great. If you do not, it is no trouble. I would like to leave it at that if you would allow me. Of course. No, I don't think so. Um If you want us to help you, you need to you need to tell us how did she die? So we know what Jones, we're facing. You see with an 18 perception that you had before, you see her side of her lip kind of twitch a little bit when he says no. Uh, that she needs to tell him. Do a intimidation check slash persuasion, whichever one you want to do, Grim. 
Logan. I'm gonna do persuasion. <laughs> Why do I get an eight too? I'm using I'm, I'm using my reroll. Thank you, Ziggy. Okay. All right. Hey, there you go. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. If this person did kill your daughter, it's only fair that we know what we're going up against if we're trying to find him. If not, that's fine. We'll leave. You can get the next bunch to help you. Well, but as it sounds, it doesn't like you guys get visitors very often. Not great supply for them. So, I will... One of the ways that I was trying to come to power was allowing my daughter to marry into that family. <coughs> Victor is the same age as Stella was. And at the time, it was one of the best ways that I could think of to basically take the power from under them. However, as Stella would be with Victor, I could tell that something was off. She would come home dazed and confused, and each time she would say that it was okay, and she would sneak out to go to his room, and the last time that I saw her, the Burgomaster had sent a guard to my home to collect her body. So, that still doesn't answer the question. I do not know exactly what happened in that room. I tried pressing for answers from Stella, but each time she would give me nothing. So did she die here then? She died in the in the Burgomaster's home. Though I do not know exactly where. But then the Burgomaster sent guards to collect her body from here. He sent guards to come and collect me to go and get her body. Got it. She's not buried at St. Andrew's Church, but they thought it was pertinent for me to come and collect the body from the house rather than them bringing it here. Nothing. They gave me nothing. They said that it was a mistake and that they were very sorry. Where is she buried? She is buried in our yard. We have a place where my parents are buried. Just alongside her. When did your husband die? A few years ago. He is also buried just next to Stella. 
thank you for dinner. We'll see what we can do. Please, do. I'm terribly sorry for your losses, madam. If she we find any information over. and find it mutually beneficial, of course, then we will come to you and discuss <clears> this <throat> further. I appreciate it. I appreciate all of you coming to dinner. I appreciate your conversation. But I believe it is a good time for me to retire. And she pulls her chair back and begins to stand up, bringing her wine glass up and saying, to guests and fortune. She takes a long sip, sets it down on the table. Ernst, would you mind seeing our guests out? And the messenger, he <coughs> bows and then says, uh, this way. So. I'll get up and follow. You all begin to leave your seats and exit out of Wachter House. Out into the rain. Does he give me back the umbrella? Wait, does he give me back the umbrella? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay. Before we go to break. <laughs> he gives you all your coats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He sees the umbrella, and he sees that you had it, and he would actually bring that up and be like, this umbrella. And I'll, I'll cut him off, and I'll just say, tell the young master that I say thank you for letting me borrow his umbrella. It was very nice of him. I see. I will send the message. Thank you. And then I'll, I'll leave without any issues. So, all of you leave with all of your things, coats and everything, and now... We're going to go to break. So with us going to break, we are running a giveaway. So tonight we are going to be giving a a free copy of Evil Hats Thirsty Sword Lesbians core book and or the bundle and the advanced lovers and lesbians rulebook bundle. So it includes 10 different adventures, hundreds of tokens, dozens of play mats and full compendium access on roll 20 with a bunch of gorgeous art. So if you are one of our followers here on Twitch, you can join the giveaway. And while we're on break, type the chat command exclamation point politics to join in. I'm going to start it right now. So now you all can join in on that giveaway. (laughs) Um, Subscribe people get an extra ticket. So before you join in, if you want to subscribe to our channel, go ahead and sub and you can get two tickets to be in the giveaway. So anyways, We'll see you all in 15 minutes. See ya. Bye. Bye.
Welcome back, everybody. Jeez. <clears throat> mm. uh, we're not quite yet done with... We got 45 seconds left in the giveaway, so you have 45 seconds to put exclamation point <coughs> politics into the chat to see if you can win um, the Thirsty Sword Lesbians core and uh, advanced rule book bundles. Uh, otherwise, if we don't get anybody else in... Ziggy might just win. (laughs) So. Nothing like a win by default. Yeah, I mean, you might just win. (laughs) Better do it. Better do it soon. I am so jelly of whoever gets it. All right. Well, entry's closed. Cool. Congrats, Ziggy. Congrats, Ziggy. Yay. The winner wins. All right, cool. Ziggy, I will be sending you a, a DM, and I will get you that code so that you can redeem it on roll 20 you're just gonna be stacked with a bunch of stuff since you're staying here so that wow, was such a surprise to be an audience member awesome i'm jelly so, i wanted to be a thirsty sword lesbian next time. follow your dreams kids there you go follow your dreams so you now you can be a thirsty sword lesbian we ended going to break at the time that katya you had told ernst to Give his regards for borrowing the <laughs> umbrella, and you are now out in the cold, rainy weather just outside of Wachter House. What would you all like to do? Die. Can we see the little graves that are from beside the house? You can. So. <clears throat> you see on the side of the house, there is a nice garden and on the other side, you can see that there is, uh, here, let me let me just go to the overall map just to make sure that I'm not giving you the wrong information. <clears throat> yeah, the, the other side of the house is pretty much clear until you get to a large tree on the hill. On that hill, you see gravestones, four of them, that have been placed. Okay, I'll keep that noted. It's far off in the distance. You would have to get closer in order to, like, investigate or anything like that, but you do see four right there. Not right now. As you stand outside of the Walker house, you see these gravestones. What else would you like to do? I begin making my way to the inn. Okay. Everybody makes their way (laughs) back towards the inn. And you find it is in a jovial state. Is in a jovial state? You find that the Blue Water Inn is filled with patrons. Uh, Since you had left, people are coming here for dinner, for drinks, having a good time. You see the hunters that that you had seen before are currently seated (laughs) in one of the far corners where you had seen them before. Let's put you guys on that map. You see people drinking, talking, some of them not really in a talkative mood, but still drinking nonetheless. And again, you see Rick Tavio sitting in his usual spot, talking to some of the patrons about the exact same story he had told you. All right, get this right. Fucking hell, man. And just going directly into that story. How are the people reacting to it? Are people actually people like psyched actually about it this interested. time? Yeah, okay. people are actually interested. Fascinating. 
And overall, you just see that this is a bustling area. You do see, um, Grim, with your passive perception, you definitely see Danica busting <laughs> her ass, giving food and drink. But you also see on her face, looking around as if missing somebody. Or something. But... Walk Nevertheless, over. you all enter into the tavern and you walk up to Danica <laughs> as she's pouring another drink. Looks up. Oh, welcome. Uh, what can I get for all of you? Are you hungry? Or no, you, you had the dinner with Lady Walker. How did it go? Uh, it, went, it went fine. Went you all right? Well. Looks like you're looking for something. Uh, busy. Uh, oh, um, uh, Bluto. He's a regular here, but he's still not here. Uh, the hunter's long story, but I just, I don't know where he is, and I'm getting concerned. She pours the drink and then slides it over to Rictavio, who very easily takes it and... Who was it? We, we overheard guards talking about it, is that correct? Blue Tobe? Uh, it was, it was the two hunters that were there. <clears throat> uh, yeah, the we overheard bald one with a long beard, them. and then the guy that had, like, really stringy hair that was pretty much looking into his drink. They were, they're actually here right now. Yeah. You see them? Yeah. Over there. Walk Sexy over there. Man. Okay. Uh, I, I, wait, 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 wait do, before I do, I want to grab an extra drink. Okay. Or extra uh, two drinks. So you, she looks over around the, the tavern and you ask for two extra drinks. Uh, sure. Pours them, hands them over. Uh, they're not very talkative. That's what these are for. This would, this would, these would lose their lips. <laughs> and she, you know, continues going around. Uh, but you are free to go. What would you like to do? Nothing if not a charm, Grim. Okay. Um, <laughs> as you approach their table, is there anything anybody else wants to do, or are you guys just kind of blending in? <laughs> I'm going to grab there... more drinks. <laughs> I'm just going right. to go find a quiet table that's empty and go, All right. go sit down. I'm going Very to hard to come by. Him... If there is oh, one. Right. Sure. Uh, actually, the one that Johans is at is the one and only table that is empty. There is a table like I'll all sit of with Johans. That's fine. Okay. So you sit, sit with Johans, Johans right there. Uh, yeah. and I'm going to kind of like, I'm going to watch Grim. Now that I've seen, you know, his talking skills and action back at dinner, I'm going to, I'm going to watch this. <laughs> okay. Sounds okay. good. Blair is getting Irina. <clears throat> is she's gonna need to sit with um oh there's no more room with you can pull up a chair there okay. is there is a spot right over yeah you could hit that okay. uh ismark is gonna sit next to you okay. all right so you all kind of gather near each other as grim you begin to approach these hunters Oh, also, Blair, you are given a drink, and you can find a seat near everybody as well. Yeah. Grim. You begin approaching these hunters, and immediately they clock you. They look up to you with just the most emotionless, if not scornful look as you're approaching them. It's okay, I have the same look right back, so. <laughs> what? I sit down, two drinks. Those are for us. Can be. See the one with the beard, the more talkative one, uh, and that's putting it lightly. Uh, <laughs> references references the chair in front of him across the table. You see that this table 
is empty, except for the two of them. So, references the seat across from them. Slide the two across over to them as I sit down. I imagine as they grab them, I imagine this is probably for information or something. Uh, Maybe you want to get a guide through the Fallic Woods. Not not necessarily. I just, uh, you know, overheard you guys talking about your friend. Uh, you know, not here. And I'm noticing he's still not here. I'm just curious what's going on with that. Friend? Hmm. Mentioned the name Bluto. Oh, Bluto. <laughs> no, that's not our friend. Uh, that is the town <coughs> drunk. Uh, he is honestly a despicable human, but... Danica seems to have some sort of a soft spot for him. I don't know, maybe it's because he brings what little coin he makes here. Anyways, <clears throat> no, we did not find Bluto. We didn't time... really look, though. When was the last time you guys saw him around? Yeah, I don't know, a few days ago? I don't really pay attention to Bluto, he's... I mean, he's the town drunk, I, I get it. You know, you yes. uh, you guys come and go a lot then, right? You guys go outside these walls and hunt. We do. Bring back a lot of wolves. <coughs> we do. I had I had some some of the wolves you guys brought back recently. It's pretty tasty. Well, I'm I'm glad that you think so. I'm I'm lying. I don't eat food, but I did try it, and I'm sure if That's I. That's a weird flex, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you uh see anything interesting coming and going from this this town uh, take that how you want yeah other than fucking werewolves every once in a while trying to chase us pretty fucking bland here you ever see any of these, like, nobilities coming and going from the town, slipping out. Nobilities. <laughs> well, uh, oh, I you say that lightly. Nobility, t- nobility is not a fucking thing here, unless you're... I'm just talking about the Burgomaster. Or, not the Burgomaster, fuck that guy. And he kind of, like, looks around a little bit and then returns back. Huh. Fuck that guy. He's a piece of shit. But he doesn't give us any trouble when we go out and hunt, even if we come back at night, so. Mm. Whatever. It's definitely a lot more of a privilege than some people get. Yeah. I've heard of many people dying because they weren't let in, so. <sighs> to them. Well, gentlemen, you enjoy your drinks and stay safe out there. Weirdest fucking conversation, but thanks for the fucking drink. And they take another drink. <laughs> so, you leave the table, and they just kind of like look at each other and, <laughs> and just continue drinking. Is there anything else you would like to do? No. I was hoping Bluto okay. was going to be their friend. As you're, as Rim you're leaving, just tries to make friends. Like two other drinks in her hands, and she says, "See, not very talkative." And no, she they, just continues talk, bringing over. Honestly, a lot. Um, I. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, good idea with the drinks, and she begins 
placing out some more drinks, and you see Erwin coming out with a bunch of plates and kind of juggling them around, and Brahm and Bray, their two sons, also carrying some plates out and bringing them out to all of the patrons, including the, the hunters there. So, what would you all like to do? Um, I try to gather everybody around one table. Okay. Possible. Easy enough. I mean, even if you're looking to get seats, some of them, like, look up and are fucking terrified of you, so they'll get up and move. Uh, and as you all begin to gather around, Rictavio finishes his, his story, and he looks over to you. So, how was your fucking dinner? Heard you went to uh, Lady Walker. I don't know what you're talking been, about. Uh, pretty interesting. Oh, all right. <laughs> fine. Tight lip. That's fine. <laughs> we just went on a uh, nightly stroll. Fair enough. I don't need to know shit. All right. Well, yep. <laughs> conversation's just about the same as last time. Yeah. Uh, Danica, fact- can I get a wolf steak, please? Like the usual. And Danica's. Absolutely. Uh, one one minute. I'll I'll put the order in. Yep. I see an open chair Thank over you. there. Um. <laughs> an open chair where? Uh, over there, and I point over this direction. <laughs> <clears throat> I can understand the hints. Consider me not paying attention. Not even here. And he just turns around right back where he is. Yep. He just turns around towards the bar. Is Rictavio the guy that looks like he's wearing sunglasses? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, he doesn't have a top Rictavio. hat on, but he is he is he has his top hat on and uh the picture doesn't do it justice. He has a yeah. large beard. Okay. I'm I'm gonna like slink on over to a chair next to him. Oh, uh, well, hello. Uh, your friend back there uh, didn't really want me talking to any of you, so uh, if we uh, if we have a conversation, we should probably keep it under wraps. Very clearly trying to make you <laughs> hear him grim. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bro. Okay, so, sorry. So, uh, what did you want to talk about? Um, well, you see... You're a very curious man, and you <coughs> thank you some... kindly. You're welcome, and you have some curious stories. And well, so... thank you. <laughs> At least somebody enjoys my stories. <laughs> I Sorry, was, um, it's fine. No, um, <clears throat> I'm just, you know, curious. If you, um, might know anything about, uh, a greater restoration spell. He, like, he's, like, mid-sip as you say that, and he... <laughs> she pulls out her notebook, and she's just like... <laughs> I'm sorry, what the fuck? What? <laughs> well, you talked about owlbears and this and that, and you're doing all these crazy things. So I thought a man of your caliber might know um, what this is or have any type of clue about. Um, but perhaps maybe I'm mistaken. Maybe your tales are just that. Maybe they're just things. Okay. All right. Listen here. My tales are 100% true. Mm. Let's just get that out of the way. All right. Mm. 
Next. I have no fucking clue what a greater restoration <laughs> spell is. I don't even know what the fuck that does. But I'm sure we could figure it out. Okay. How did you fucking get that information? <laughs> well, <clears throat> um, I like to read and research and... Right this, on. The state that I'm currently in is um, not my supposed state, you could say. And Yeah, I noticed a, a little bit different up in the face area. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad. <laughs> I'm just saying it's different. Yes. I'm still not quite used to it. Well, you're looking good for your age. <laughs> and he kind of elbows you a little bit. She elbows I mean, him no back, offense. but like roughly. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, all right. You're so funny. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I, I'll get it. I'll get it. M moving on from the subject. Great like, restoration. She, she, she like grabs his shirt and pulls him very close. Like she's trying to tell him a secret or something. And she like whispers to him. She's like, listen here. I aged 30 years. This is very serious, and I don't appreciate you making jokes about it. All right, all right, sorry. More bad. Can you help We're me done. or not? I, I, I don't know if I'm if I'm the right person to be uh, helping you out there. I, I don't fucking know what a greater restoration spell is, and quite honestly, I don't. F I think you know more than I do. Okay, so, well, so, you enjoy uh, your dinner, steak, whatever. Thank you. Um, you enjoy your research, I, I guess. Mm -hmm. She go. turns around, looks at the group, and she's just like, "So his tales are just tall tales." Uh, okay. All right. Let's get this one fucking thing clear. <laughs> she just like slumps down in the chair next to. Sure. She just like waves her hand, like his tails are fucking tails, and she just slumps down in the chair, like. <laughs> she's talking fucking bullshit. Mm. All my tales are real. Anyways, <laughs> as as they go off, is there anything else uh, anybody would like to do? Johans is gonna stay seated, quietly writing on his book, for the grand total of three alcoholic beverages. Okay. And then he's gonna take a fourth up to his room. Okay. That's all. Katya, you are sitting across from Johans while this is happening. Are you sitting silently, just chilling? Yep. Just cool. Making myself unimposing. Waiting for the next thing. <laughs> no, I All think right. uh, I think I have a, th a theory here, or um, why Strahd doesn't come by. Because everyone's smiling. Duh. Are you saying that to us, Ryan? Yes, I'm saying that to, okay. to you guys. Okay. Um, oh, whoever's that? left, at least, and I'm I'm uh, taking it like hushed down as yeah. I'm kind of leaning over the table. If you speak up, I would I would listen in. Like, ooh, do tell. Ismark kind of like leans in. Careful. Well, you see, um, with the name, careful, careful with saying the name. Sh sure. I mean, clearly, you know. Irina mouthed it. <laughs> that that. The the lady that we had dinner with, she had no qualms about saying it. I'm sure she right. said it several times before that. I just be careful here. That's no, I, I, I understand. Okay, 
what I what my theory is though is that's not what keeps them away. I think I think she's correct with that. I, I think agree. the fact that this town doesn't seem of a threat to him is why he doesn't come here. And mm -hmm. if we start making a muck of this town and making it something that could be seen as a threat, I can see these people seeing a lot more of of him. Is that anything we would want to do? Would we want to bring him here? No, I, I, I wouldn't. I, I, I mean, yeah, I think Ismark alone could say enough about that topic, but yeah. I, what I'm, I, what I'm saying I, though is, we could make things better for them here in the meantime. But if that brings a greater evil, then are we really helping them at all? Hmm. I see I'm, what you mean. <laughs> we're such we're in such a tight place because on the one hand I mean it's obvious that things aren't the greatest but on the other hand like what you're saying I don't want to do anything adverse in this town they've already been through so much and honestly I just want to find the item that we need to find so that we can finally have a safe haven at what point, though, do we... You know, everyone's living in fear of him, and I know to an extent that's... You know, a fair thing, but... <coughs> I feel like, you know, if you... If we did keep going around and making people less and less afraid of him, that would give him less power over these people. Yeah, I... I it does not matter. At least... From what I know, it does not matter whether you are afraid or you are not. I've seen an entire group of people go to castle, <clears throat> the castle, and get slaughtered. His power is regardless of how you feel about him. I'm not even talking about that either, Blair. I'm, I'm talking about... Not us making... Us helping this town doesn't make them less afraid of him. I'm talking about in general, us helping this town out from the thumb of the Burgomaster. That's going to draw more attention to this town. It's going to draw more attention from I see. him, is what I'm trying to say. Civil unrest is hard to miss. Well, if they're going to be miserable either way, I might as well let them not fake a smile while they're at it. But is it going to be worse? That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying that we shouldn't help these people. I mean, I don't even know what we can fully do. I think a good first step would be going back to that house that me and Kaya were out earlier. Because butcher or not, they're hiding something. Maybe it's the sun. Maybe it's that not. That is true. There is something odd about that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know that we were snooping. But the fact that around I saw a body, that's that's what's questionable. It is around this time that Johan stands up and goes away. He goes upstairs. Okay. 
Well, uh, if you are going back to that place now that, um, now that we aren't, you know, needing any sort of babysitter, <laughs> um, I can come with if you would let me, or if you need me, at least. We can see. Okay. We can talk more about it in the morning, I think. I don't think we should be going back there until nighttime this next time. Doing it in broad daylight was a bad idea. Yes, probably want to give it a little bit of time as well. I'm just worried that we don't go now, though. But whatever we saw is going to be hidden. Hell, by, by now it might have already been hidden. It's possible, but if we show up right away, they might be on guard. True. All right. Sorry, I just saw the the note from Ziggy. I'm gonna roll a d6 <clears throat> to see who gets a drink. Oh, Ziggy said they did the roll. Right, and it's I the, got the exact, exact same, same thing. thing. It was oh. meant to be. <laughs> well, there nice. you go. It is canon now. It is nice. the dice gods have spoken. <laughs> Rictavio, as as Johans leaves, Rictavio makes his way over with a drink and sits oh. at in the empty seat just across from Katya and says, Well, <laughs> I didn't really talk to you very much last time. Ah, so, Rictavio puts out his hand. Katya. Nice to meet you. What's the craziest shit you've ever fucking seen? <laughs> Not this shit again. It's <laughs> like an Irina. I want to do an insight check of Katya to see how much she wants Rotavio to go away. Yeah, Blair okay. like gives or uh, Ka uh, Irina gives Blair a look like she just like. <laughs> so based off of based off of this next interaction, I mean it it'll either be super obvious and you don't even have to roll, or I'll have you roll an insight. We'll see how this goes. Uh. I I have seen a lot of things in my past I would prefer not to relive if that's okay with you. Okay, I think that's fair enough. Speaks enough for me. Many um I know you're very extravagant and you have wonderful stories to share with people, but not every story is worth retelling. Fair enough. All right. Well then. Um, okay. I, I think I, I'm done with everybody <laughs> in this group. Wait, wait. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Be oh. Before he gets up, uh, I cast a gesture on him. <laughs> okay. All right. What do you What do you say? Hey, I think you should get up and leave us alone. Go over there and pour your drink on those two gentlemen over there. <laughs> Ooh, Okay. Good shit right there. I almost spit out my drink. God damn it. <laughs> okay, and so I'm doing a... Uh, what? Damn, what is a wisdom uh, save? Well, I'm gonna... Okay. <laughs> Hold on one sec, sorry. Just coughed on sack. Nice. And it's... Alright. A very low DC. Fourteen. Natural 20. Okay. Yo. 24. Oh, we're about to All have right. a bar so, fight. <laughs> Blair's he, ready. <laughs> he looks up and he says, 
I know when I'm not wanted. He stands up and he goes back to the bar. He sits down and he just continues drinking. Good. A few minutes later, <laughs> a few minutes later, you see Danica coming with a packaged <clears throat> wolf steak, and he grabs it and silently <laughs> nods towards everybody and leaves the tavern. I'll turn to Grim and just say, "Like, I, I appreciate the help, but I think you could have been a, a little subtler." <laughs> did I did I clock that that? That he tried to spell him, or would I? Is there any tell or anything? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, casting wise, there is. There is a. Okay. Eh, it would have been a little bit more subtle if it worked. But <laughs> um, you you see his eyes kind of black over. Yeah. And then like dissipate after casting. Yeah, I'll just say like I I'm not sure that was entirely necessary, but I appreciate it nonetheless. Thank you. It's okay. I was doing it more for me as well. So <laughs> I told him to leave, and he didn't earlier. So, so with the night going, I imagine that everybody finds their way back into their rooms, unless there's something else that somebody wants to do. No, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, as we get into the sleeping uh, time of this session, where does everybody want to sleep? I know that we kind of already set up beds. I think that Ismark was taking that last one. I know, Grim, you don't really need a, a, a I'll bed. Just chill with Johans. Chilling with Johans. Okay. <clears throat> and Johans is like in his bed already, curled sure. up against the wall. And Katya. Okay. Oh, I, there's two of me here. I'm gonna. There's two Katyas. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna push this bed up against the door, and then I'm gonna sit up right on it and fall asleep that way. Okay. Before we before I go to sleep, Irina's gonna like whisper to Ismark, but like Blair and Katya probably hear this. She's not trying to be too secretive. Mm -hmm. um, well, perhaps on the bright side, um, now that I'm old, um, Shot will stay away from me. <laughs> Let's hope so. Or that maybe would not recognize me. <laughs> I'm just hoping that we can get through one last night before. <laughs> Hopefully, getting the bones. Maybe, maybe him going to our town didn't have to do with you or me after all, and maybe it was just it was convenient. And now we are out of his way, and we, it's inconvenient. So we haven't seen them since. So maybe, maybe that's true. <coughs> Let's hope that it's true. I don't know how much more I can take of it. I I know that your experience is probably a lot worse, but you are my sister, and to say that I am not stressing about him would be an understatement. <laughs> well, do we want to set up? 
watch any it. sort of watch or anything. I, I know that Grim is in the other room, but and I like. Johans, <coughs> oh, are you? Not a, are they in a different room? They're in a different room. Oh now. yeah, yeah. We probably no. I mean, like, is Mark and oh, well, no. like the four oh. of us are in the room, right? Yeah. The four Am of I you are in the room. Grim yeah. and Johans are in a different room. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just like look at is Mark and I was like, like, I think I would be okay. Okay. You don't need to get any sleep. Well, if uh, I just like if something happens, I'll know about it. Well, okay. Is Mark gets up and we do have these windows, and he closes the curtains on each of them <clears throat> God. why do I already have anxiety yeah she's like she's probably gonna like <laughs> fake go to sleep and then like watch a little bit cause she's like these windows sure. are just like <laughs> yeah she's like I need to get sleep but I'm also scared to sleep <laughs> like she's trying to convince herself that everything's okay now Katya <laughs> uh, let me get by. I just want to make sure that Grim and Johans are okay. Stand up. <laughs> do, do we have a bathroom uh, in our room? Is this going to be hard? <laughs> you do not have a bathroom in your room. I have so, learned the hard way that there are only outhouses in Barovia. There so. is an outhouse just outside of the Blue Water Inn, and I'm sure that each of you can go to the bathroom as partners going um, just before bed. But Ismark enters the room with. Johans and Grimm says, uh, everything okay in here? Johans is sleeping right now. Okay. Um, I'm assuming you're sleeping, Johans. <laughs> no response. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm pretty sure Johans is asleep. Okay. Well, the other three are a little concerned about the night. Katya is going to be sleeping on the door, so if there's anything that you need, why maybe it's best to wait until the morning, or I don't know. I'm sure, whatever you think. Let's hope. Okay. Well, good night. Um. And he closes the door behind him, entering back into the smaller room. Uh, as this more closes the door, he hears a good night. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> I will never get over that. <laughs> I grim. He talked in my mind. Anyways, good night. And he closes I kicked the door. Bed. No response. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, listen here, you little fuck. No, no. I'm kidding. Oh, are you fucking... <laughs> Roll initiative. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, Ismark returns after all of the potty breaks and everything is done. This is where my Grim X Johans fan fiction begins. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, no. is there anybody keeping watch? I was gonna. I know, Grim, you are. Take Irina, a peek, you are. peek out the window. Okay. Do a perception check, both of you. Stand look out Ismark. for Rictavio coming back for vengeance. 
Oh uh, Ismark 18. looks to you, Irina, and says, Do you want me to stay awake with you? I don't mind. If you want to. I can I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Your old Good age, you just fall asleep. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. She's like, if you want. <laughs> For the audio yeah, listeners, I think, I think Irina that's... rolled a natural one. Yes, on I her, think that for is. Her oh, and I rolled a natural twenty for Ismark. Okay, even better. I think huh? I think that yes, Irina with a natural one, you fall asleep. <laughs> you try and stay awake, but yeah. you are extremely tired, especially with your old age. Yes, old Irina. Just <laughs> gotta get oh, her to sleep. Yeah. Uh, hold on. <laughs> that's freaking great. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, and Grim, you got an 18. Awesome. Okay. So. As a party rests, Ismark is going to be doing a wisdom saving throw. Fuck. Good thing he's in. He's with the strong people and not the weaklings with magic. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. So, with a fourteen, the curtains just in front of his Mark's bed begin to move, and out from the window, two dark red eyes stared directly at him. Ismark looks in terror at first, but then feels a bit of safety, like a long-lost friend has come to protect him. (laughs) He gets up from the bed quietly, opening up the curtains, and opens up the window, welcoming his friend as a visage of Strahd enters into the bedroom. He brings his fingers up to his mouth. And Ismark returns back to his bed, laying down and falling asleep. Strahd makes his way over to Irina's bed and kneels just next to her. Irina, as this is happening... Your dreams are filled with terrors. The horrifying visage of this ghost is permanently branded into your mind. Your mortality so clearly emblazoned into your thoughts and into your dreams. However, soon these dreams fade. Your dreams change to those of happiness. You feel love. You feel better. You're not aching. Your body is at peace. As Strahd takes a knife from out of his cloak, cutting onto his wrist. Blood begins to pour out of this fresh wound, and he takes his wrist and begins feeding Irina with his blood. He sits down just next to her, whispering, You will become my jewel once again, Tatiana. As blood begins to pour into your mouth, your face 
and age begin to slowly become younger and younger until you become back to your past self. <laughs> there we are. Perfect. Irina, in your dream, feel your body at peace. You remember your father. You remember the life you lived with Ismark. Then you find yourself at your desk, one of the countless nights you stayed up searching for answers to your past. Suddenly, you hear your father's voice. Irina. You ignore it for a moment, focusing on your studying. Irina. You look up away from your book, a little annoyed to look at the door of your study. Then again, Irina. You stand up, scared, and finally... You feel a piercing sensation into your neck. Irina, wake up! You look towards the door as it slams open, and you awaken to see Straw just above you, reeling back, blood on his face. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting indeed. Well... Consider it a gift, then. Takes a deep bow. And then disappears. And that is where we're going to end tonight's session. Until next time, when we figure out Are what happens after. There's still 30 minutes until the hour mark. Why do you do this to us? Wait, 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 wait. Oh, <laughs> wait. <laughs> <laughs> She's putting on the wig. There it is. She's back. Younglina is back. Oh no. So, with that aside, you got one white strand, like rose. Yeah, right. One, one, just one. One. (sighs) Whoa! Oh my god! Holy shit! See that coming? Maybe Straw's a bro after all. Is he? He cured Arena, right? So or maybe, maybe he's sure, just sure, 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 sure. maybe he's not so bad. Sick and twisted. Maybe we should work for Strahd. Maybe we should hear him out. That's all I'm saying. Maybe. But to everybody that is watching and joining us today, oh my God. thank you so much for joining us. Consider following. Consider subscribing. Um, all of the links are going to be in the chat and the episode description. If you're watching the recording of this episode, thank you so much. Uh-huh. Make sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, share it with your friends and people that are into TTRPGs and D&D. And if you're listening on the podcast, please leave us a review. They help with our algorithm and all that good stuff. Uh, and make sure to follow us on all our social media. We're going to have that in the chat in the description as well. Oh, I should so, be putting things on the outro. Oops. Oh, and <laughs> after finishing this long rest, everybody levels up. So Woo! level five. Yeah. Oh, fresh level five at the next session. So anyways, two weeks. Make sure to level up and we'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye, Bye. everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>